In Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, Jesus said, Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. One of the problems of judging has to do with, has God shown you evil about that person? Or have you become offended in some way by the words that person spoke to you of what he did that you consider evil? And is your judgment of yourself and your own heart, or is it of God? I've had both types of things happen to me. I've had people say things to me that offended me. And if I do not take that to God in prayer and ask God to create in me a bright heart or ask God to show me his view of what that person said that I would judge correctly, I am in danger of that which the person said going down into my heart. And if I take offense into my heart, then evil lurks in my own heart and can pervert my thinking about the other person. It could even cause me to hope the other person does evil so that I could see it and prove the evil he was doing. That would be taking wrath into my heart and strife into my heart. Works of the flesh. Paul said that if we live that way, we will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. So we want to keep our hearts, and we cannot afford to take evil into our hearts against another person. I think praying what David prayed should take care of the situation. Psalm 51, verse 10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. There are times that God will show you something evil about that person to warn you. I have had times when a person told me a story and I didn't see the evil. But weeks later, God brought that to my attention and opened my eyes to see the evil that I would be warned. Jesus also said, Be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. The main thing is we don't want evil to go into our own heart and grow against that person. Matthew chapter 7, start at verse 3. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that's in thine own eye. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? 
Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. Now many Christians think we should never judge. Well, you can't know right from wrong unless you judge it. There has to be judgment. But what Jesus is meaning is, don't take on the hatred that comes to you concerning another person and what they are doing. And don't take on that evil. But rather, if you hear from God a judgment concerning that person, very often you must deliver that judgment to the person. But you're trying to help him, not hurt him. Not even are you trying to condemn him or crush him. If he turns to God, he will be rewarded, and so will you. There was a time that I played golf and from time to time played golf with two women. One was a Church of Christ woman and one was a Methodist woman. The Methodist woman was saying one day out on the golf course, she was complaining about people who judge other people. And the Holy Spirit brought this word to my mind, and I delivered it. And I said, if you judge that other people are judging, aren't you judging? She gasped. She went, pa and just went, oh, kind of a gasp and a groan. It was like she was pierced, like her heart was pierced. That's exactly what the correct word of God will do. Jesus says in John chapter 5, verse 30, I can of mine own self do nothing. As I hear from God, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. Several years ago, in 1982, God said to me, The time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Now, I had absolutely no idea what that meant. But a few days later, he reminded me of a story that a big-time minister woman had told me. She had devised a way to ship her books on the airline without paying freight. These were in the days, by the way, when they you could check luggage in curbside. She said, get a big roll of $1 bills, a big roll. And as you drive up to the curb, let the porter see this big roll of bills in your hand. And you will find that he will check all your boxes of books and Bibles and things like that, which you sell at your meetings. He will check them through without charging you any extra baggage. 
I did not see that what she was doing was wrong. But later, when God spoke to me and said, the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God, I saw what she was doing was stealing from the airlines. And I saw it was wrongdoing. I can't remember whether or not I delivered that message to her at the time. But I know I delivered one to Jimmy Swaggart at that time. Jimmy Swaggart had gone to an advertising agency because he grew tired of having such small numbers of people come to his meetings. He had four or five hundred people, and he wanted to have thousands. The ad agency looked at his situation and immediately told him how he could get big crowds at his meetings. Jimmy Swaggart was a country western singer, and he could entertain people and entice them into the meetings with gospel music. So they told him, cut back on the amount of preaching that you are doing and put more music into your services. I didn't see that was wrong when I first heard about it. But after God spoke to me and said, the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God, my eyes were open to see that what he was doing was wrong. And as best I could, I communicated to him to reduce the amount of music to entertain the people and go back to preaching the Word of God. You might have to present a judgment from God when you see someone has done wrongdoing. But that's very different from judging another person. Usually, hatred and offense is involved when you judge other people and what they say. And it's in your heart that you have hatred and offense. But when God opens your eyes to see wrongdoing, you might have to go to that person to try to persuade them of their wrongdoing to get them to repent. That's totally different from what Jesus is speaking about judging in Matthew chapter 7. Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It's quick and powerful. It gives the other person an opportunity to repent and turn from his sins. Jesus said to his disciples, You must be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. We don't approve the evil, 
we expose it to give the person a chance to turn. We're not trying to harm them. We're trying to save them. For if they continue in the works of the flesh, the Apostle Paul said, they would not inherit the kingdom of God. He said that in Galatians 5 when he spoke about the works of the flesh. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.